my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Season 3, Episode 24, Our Very First Telethon. This episode aired May 4th, 1990. In this episode, Danny hosts a telethon to raise money for the station, and the Beach Boys perform. This episode's got a 7.4 out of 10, based on 254 ratings. Let's see who we got guest, star guest starring here. We got... A raiderette slash dancer, Adrian Harris. So maybe she talks in this episode or sings or something because I'm sure there was more than one dancer, raiderette, and maybe they just didn't get a line so they didn't get credited. Uh, we also have Mike Love from the Beach Boys and Richard Paul, Mr. Strobridge, Danny and Becky's boss. And later Joey's boss when I think he becomes the uh, host of the Ranger Joe show. This episode was directed by Bill Foster, writers Jeff Franklin and Leonard or Lenny Rips, Sherry Scharfer-Rollins, and Julie Strassman-Cohen. All right, let's see. We got some, ooh, we got some trivia. Cool. This was Mike Love's second appearance on the show. He was previously on the season two episode Beach Boy Bingo with the rest of his group, the Beach Boys. Well, that's right, because in Captain Video, parts one and two, he's there also, I believe, when Jesse wants to use uh, the song Forever for his musical debut, for his music video. All right, Andrea Barber actually can ride a unicycle like her character Kimmy. No wires, props, or doubles were used. Good for her. All right, so are there goofs? Okay. When Michelle says, hi, people, I got a new dress, she appears to be saying something else. Well, you know what? I'll have to keep a lookout and see if I can find out what she's really saying. All right. Soundtracks, Love Shack. Written by Kate Pearson, Fred Schneider, Keith Strickland, and Cindy Wilson. <laughs> Alright, let's see if we got any reviews. Nope, no reviews. Alright, before I officially get into the podcast episode here, I want to... Let any of you Tanner newbies that are jumping on the Tanner train, a.k.a. the podcast for the first time, I want to say welcome. I want to let you guys know this is a family-friendly, full-house, fuller-house podcast. So it kind of sets itself apart from some other full-house and fuller-house podcasts on iTunes. 
So it's for ears of all ages. Another thing with this podcast that's a little different is I don't go in chronological order of episodes, episode by episode, season by season. I want to do series, whether they're based on a character or whether they're based on a holiday or a theme of some sort. Like right now, I am doing Danny's Career Letter Journey before I did the Dating Disaster series for the month of February. Next month in April, the podcast celebrates its third anniversary, so I will be covering the five serious episodes of Full House. Season three is Just So Say No Way. Season four, Shape Up. Season six, Silence is Not Golden. Season eight, Stephanie's Wild Ride. And season eight's Under the Influence. Also, Candace Cameron has a birthday coming up. I'm going to be covering season five, Fuller House's DJ's Amazing 40th Birthday Race. I'll be covering that episode. Also, in honor of the fact that I'm turning 40 this year, so there's that. Also, the podcast does have some social media pages, such as the, <laughs> the Facebook. Just type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, the Oh My Lanta Holy Chulipas podcast will pop up. Follow it. Like it, that way you'll know what series I'm doing for which month. Also, on Instagram, OMHC, Full House, Fuller House Podcast. The podcast also has an email address, so if you want to send me an email, tell me your favorite characters, favorite episodes of either show, or least favorite or favorite characters episodes of either show. If you want to tell me your Full House, Fuller House memories, if you have your own ideas of how the show would have went for Fuller House if we had gotten a season 9 and 10, or even if we'd have gotten a season 6 or 7 of Fuller House, where you see the characters of Fuller House 10, 20 years down the road. I would love to hear your ideas and share them with the listeners. You can email me at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. You can message me on the Facebook Full House, Fuller House podcast page. You can even message me on the Instagram Full House, Fuller House podcast page there as well. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show support, I don't ask for money. I don't do Patreon. The only thing I ask is if you got a moment of your time, you can jump on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review. Just type in Full House or Fuller House. The All My Land to Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Just scroll down to where it says leave a review. Click on it and leave a review. You can leave use emojis if you want. Describe your favorite character or characters. Or if you even want to go so far as to use emojis to describe an episode title. I can try my bestest to figure out what it is. I would love that challenge. All five-star reviews do help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans, new and old like yourselves. So, also, with it being the podcast's third anniversary coming up next month in April, I would be so overjoyed, so happy if one of you out there Take a moment and, and leave a review if you want. You would just be so, so awesome. And it would be the first review of 2022. So, all right, let's jump into, of course, the cold open before we get into the episode. 
I have not watched this episode in ages, and I am excited for it. I can't remember if we just start at the telethon or whether we build up to it. I'm, I'm just, I, I can't wait. And if you don't know, season three, episode 24, our very first telethon is the season three finale. Okay, so the cold open actually does show Danny writing notes. He's got a little corkboard going on with different colored yellow, orange, blue post-its to kind of mark. The, it, oh, yeah, and the telethon is called We Love Our Ch Children Telethon 90. So he's just making some notes, and here comes Michelle. So this looks like it does tie into the episode itself. Oh, Michelle, she comes up behind Danny, puts a hand for his eye, well, one of his eyes, and says, Daddy, guess who? And Danny says, uh, let me guess, is a big bird? And you can see either uh, Ashley or Mary Kate looking kind of above Danny's head as she's getting the cue to kind of shake her head like, no, it's Michelle Elizabeth Tanner. So Danny hugs her, gives her a kiss, and says, oh, Michelle, you fooled me again. What are you doing up here, well, up in the middle of the night? So is he, because he's drinking coffee, and I wonder if he's, like, trying to train his mind and body to stay up for 24 hours to prepare. And Michelle says, the sun woke me up. And Danny just laughs us off and says, what sun? It's only, he looks down at his watch, 730? I'm late for work. Yeah, he, he, he says, Michelle, I, I forgot to go to sleep. So, yeah, he's been going over the schedule for the telethon, just making sure everything is up to snuff and ready to go. And he says, an hour 17, he booked back-to-back -back tap dancers, which, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's too many tap dancers. Stephanie, not Stephanie, I'm sorry, Michelle scolds him and says, Daddy, and he's, what? You talk too much. <laughs> well, Michelle, you're not the first to say that, and you definitely will not be the last to tell that to Danny. And Danny tells her, it's very important to be a good listener. And Michelle turns around in the doorway and says, maybe next time. Daddy, guess who? Uh, is it Big Bird? like the episode once we get out of the intro we are at the station we are at the telethon as people are setting everything up so yeah <clears throat> I think that that cold open was pretty much to set up the fact that Danny didn't get any sleep <clears throat> he's been chugging coffee all night and he didn't even realize the sun had come up because he was sitting on the floor in the living room going over his 
telethon schedule. So we also see, you know, cameramen moving around. We see a clown, something saying about how he's very tired. And Danny looks like he is jazzed up on so much caffeine and coffee that he is ready to go. It's like he took a five-hour energy, chugged a monster drink, and it's just mainlining coffee all night prior to filming. Like, he is ready to go. But as y'all probably know, with that kind of stuff, eventually you're going to crash. Like, your body's only going to take so much, and you're just going to, you're out for the night. So Danny says, all right, everybody, two minutes to showtime. He runs over to Jesse and asks, Jesse, are you supposed to be going over your music? And Jesse says, Danny, relax, all right? I got it. It's going to be okay. Jesse says, you got us playing Feelings once every hour. I don't know what that song Feelings is, but maybe we'll hear it. And Danny tells him, great news, that 4 a.m. Feelings song, it's been switched to Tie a Yellow Ribbon. It's just like, oh, great. That is great news. Like, what is this, an officer and a gentleman? That's the only reason I know that tie a little ribbon around the old oak tree or something like that. Oh, don't, Donnie, <laughs> Joey, my God. Joey's been instructed to get donuts because Danny just make, making sure everyone's on the same page, everyone's ready to go, two minutes to showtime, come on, come on, come on. Joey, what's in the donut boxes? Donuts. Yes, donuts, of course, go on the donut table. Yes, Danny, I'm sure Joey already knows that. Thank you. Could they have the most retro-looking colors with the orange and the yellow? If they added brown in there, like a brown, because they have, like, the box on the side has a orange line and a yellow line underneath it and then it's like if you added like a brown that would those are so retroish colors like, relax like i'm just in charge of the donuts and it's not that hard i got the donuts i put the donut boxes on the table boom you're done so Becky's sitting in her chair, you know, on the wake up San Francisco side and Danny is just like, "Becky, what are you supposed to be doing?" And she looks at Danny and says, waiting for the show to start. And Danny says, you're doing a great job. Even if everyone's like, Danny, relax. It's like this telethon hasn't even gotten going, gotten going yet. And you are just high wired, high strung, just wow. You are flying, buddy. All right, we got some phone volunteers. We got... Stephanie and DJ, Kimmy, a random lady, four other random people I've never seen in the back row there with the phone. So a total of five, six, seven, eight phones. Of course, Michelle is there, but she can't really take a pledge, so she's just there for cuteness. Because Danny comes around and says, all right, volunteers, is everybody ready? And everyone just looks at him and says, relax. And DJ's phone rings, and Danny, as he's sipping his coffee again, like, all right, our first call. So every time they pick up the phone, they got to say, we love our children, telephone 90. Telephone 90. Telethon 90, may I take your pledge? Yeah, I would have definitely screwed that up. Well, hi, Kimmy. Kimmy's on the, oh, she's got her unicycle there on the side. <laughs> like, girls, we need to keep these phone lines open for actual pledges. Hands the phone to Danny. Says, Dad, it's for you. 
Yeah, she says, Mr. T, I brought my unicycle. And of course she's going to demonstrate. She, oh my gosh, I love Kimmy's outfit here. It's like a starry, like, Milky Way sky galaxy with a star on the, like a black star on the front. She's in the running for best outfit. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. She tells him, if you need me, I'm ready to ride. Like, I can be talent too. And Danny, of course, is like, oh, Kimmy, that's, uh, that's sweet of you to offer. If this show wasn't supposed to be entertaining, you'd be right in there. I haven't even seen her unicycle yet. Jess, aren't you supposed to be going over your music? Annie, relax. I got it. You got us playing feelings once every hour. Oh, great news. That 4 a.m. feelings has been switched to tie a yellow ribbon. That is great news. Joey, what's in the donut boxes? Donuts. Great. Donuts go on the donut table. Good thing I ran into you. <laughs> Becky, what are you supposed to be doing? Waiting for the show to start. You're doing a great job. Danny, relax. All right, phone volunteers. Is everybody ready? He probably could relax if he didn't have uh, all that caffeine running through his veins. Strawbridge, Danny, and Becky's boss comes out and says, Hey, Tanner, now I give you 24 hours of airtime because I totally have faith in you. I totally trust you. Now, don't screw this up. And Danny says, Don't worry, Mr. Strawbridge. And he says, Everything's under control. And Mr. Strawbridge asks, Then why aren't you wearing any shoes? Not wearing, well, <laughs> see, he was in such a rush. You'd think you'd feel that, though, if you're driving to work and you're putting your socked foot on the accelerator. Like, hmm, something feels different. Why can I feel this uh, accelerator under my socked foot? Yeah. And Danny says, he wings, he says, oh, because I wanted to impress you with my brand new designer socks. And Danny yells for wardrobe, basically, I need some shoes <laughs> that match my suit. On the air in five seconds. Okay. Tanner, oh Tanner, I gave you 24 hours of airtime on my station because I have total confidence in you. Now don't screw this up. <laughs> don't worry, Mr. Strawbridge. Everything's under control. Then how come you're not wearing any shoes? <laughs> oh, because uh, I wanted to impress you with my brand new designer socks. <laughs> yeah, are wearing socks? We're on the air in five seconds, everybody. Here we go. Four, three. Two. Welcome to the We Love Our Children Telethon 90. And now, your host of the show, the host of Wake Up San Francisco, Danny Tanner. So, Jesse does the introduction saying, Welcome to the We Love Our Children Telethon 90. And here's your host, the host of Wake Up San Francisco, Danny Tanner. And here comes Danny, putting on shoes as he <laughs> makes his, as he makes his way to the set of Wake Up San Francisco. 
Oh yeah, Danny takes over and is like, all right, Jesse and the Rivers, thank you. All right, everybody, welcome to our first annual We Love Our Children telethon. So their goal is to raise $1 million in the next 24 hours. Can they do it? I'm pretty sure they do. Okay, so what they're looking to do is buy new equipment for the Children's Health Center. And that apparently costs a million dollars. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Good. All for a good cause. Wonderful. All right, and he says, we have volunteers here to take your calls. Here's my daughter, Michelle, to give you the number you can call. Danny hands Michelle the microphone, and she says, hi, people. I got a new dress. I'm watching her lips move. She's saying exactly what she's saying. So I don't know what someone else thinks she's saying, but she's saying exactly the words that are coming out of her mouth. So Stephanie takes a microphone from Michelle and says, to make a pledge, dial 555-HELP. That's 555-H-E-L-P. Of course, now that Steph's got the mic, she's going to use this airtime to say hi to all her friends at Fraser Street Elementary School. Hey, that's where um, Michelle goes later on. Yeah, she says, hi, Lori, hi, Harry, hi, Brian, hi, well, okay, so... Yeah, Harry, of course, we don't, last episode we saw him in was Nerd for a Day, so at least she's still in contact with him. She says hi to Brian Kagan, and of course, Walter Duckface, no, his last name is not Duckface, sorry about that. Sorry, Walter, you're awesome, don't ever change. And of course, Danny rips the microphone out of her hands, like, okay, Steph, we only have 24 hours, thank you. Danny says, Steph, honey, it's only a 24 hour telethon. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse and the Rivers, and welcome to the first annual We Love Our Children telethon. Our goal is to raise $1 million in the next 24 hours to buy new equipment for the Children's Health Center. Right now, our lines are open, and volunteers are standing by to take your calls. Here's my little daughter, Michelle, to give you the number you can call. Hi, people, I got a new dress. <laughs> to make a pledge. So Danny introduces the first act, which is Joey the comedian, and just saying he's one of the hottest comics in one of the hottest comics in San Francisco. My close friend. Danny says he's my close personal friend, and no, that's not just showbiz chatter. He, he because he lives in my garage. I <laughs> did chuckle at that part, adding how he lives in my garage. I'm sure the audience is like, okay, <laughs> didn't need that info. And he says, say hello to Joey Gladstone. And of course, Joey comes out. He utters his famous catchphrase, cut it out. Of course, Joey's got to give props to Jesse and the Rippers. Like, hey, let's give some props to this band over here, huh? The only actual Ripper that I can sit, hold on a second, is that Roger? That might be Roger over there and Gary, but the other two, I have no idea who they are. They must be the fill-in Rippers when the other Rippers, like, they're interchangeable. When one Ripper can't make it, they have a few more on standby. So, Joey's first 
comedic bit here is going to be about different guitar players. You got your bass guitar player, then you got your heavy metal concert. Okay, I want to know what these people are actually laughing at because I'm pretty sure they're not laughing at Joey. I'm sorry, but some of Joey's jokes are just, they fall flat on my, on my end, really. I mean, some may be funny, but these are just like, mm, no thank you. Hey, the girls are supportive. They're laughing. <laughs> So, Joey, of course, wants to support the Love Our Kid, Love Our Children Telethon 90. He says, folks, every time you pick up that phone and make a pledge, you do some magic for the kids. So, yes, the next act, of course, is going to be a magic act. As Joey says, no, I want to do some magic for you. Ladies and gentlemen, my lovely assistant, Rebecca Donaldson. And the Cabinet of Mystery. Oh, God. Oh, I was, honestly, I was thinking about this. Well, it's working. Was it yesterday or today? One of the I was thinking about this, and just how claustrophobic. And I would be. Oh my god! We'll get to it in just a minute. Any band is always the bass player, you know? Because the bass player is getting into the thing. Then he looks over and he sees the rest of the guys in the band and he smiles, right? He's like, yeah, I like you guys. <laughs> then, of course, you go to a heavy metal concert, right? It's always great. You get to hear the lead guitarist, right? He's always some magic for the kids. I'd like to do some magic for you. Ladies and gentlemen, my lovely assistant, Rebecca Donaldson, and the Cabinet of Mystery. Okay, so this cabinet, it's an upright cabinet. It's got uh, dividers on it. And Becky, of course, comes out with the cabinet. And she's wearing, it almost looks like a bathing suit with little uh, silver sparkly fringe just um, below the waistline there. And the cabinet, honestly, it looks like it's a stand-up like stand upright re thin refrigerator. It looks like it's half the size of a, ref of a refrigerator. I don't know if this is supposed to be the character, you know, the assistant here magician's assistant that Rebecca is being but while she's in there whether she's pretending like ow that hurts or it looked like towards the end of it she looked like she was really uncomfortable and she kind of made a look towards Joey just kind of like whether it was her being in character or Lori Laughlin feeling discomforted like ow ow you're hurting me because he's putting these um are the, I don't even know what, we'll just call them the metal dividers that go in this, it's, it's almost like the cutting person in half kind of cabinet, Mr. I don't, I don't know, anyway, ugh. 
So he's putting them in. And <laughs> yeah, um, he when he tries to pull them, <laughs> it's just it's a it's a major visual bit here. So he pulls the middle section out. I don't know how this is done, but wow. The, to me, this is impressive. I'm sure there's a way of how this whole magic trick takes place. Because he pulled the middle section out to the side now. And it looks like her, the middle half of her, like her uh, torso is missing. That was basically the joke. He says, the cabinet of mystery. And he waves a little uh, gray, green scarf. So now the mystery is going to be, let's see. He should be able to get that middle section back to slide it right back in there so that way the cabinet looks and becky will look whole again michelle is like wow how did he do that oh joey says now ladies and gentlemen the hard part the hard part putting her back together yeah it's like the sound effect that someone's doing on the drum as he's trying to push the middle section and it is not going anywhere Joey, obviously visually frustrated as he slams his hand down on like, dang it, it's not supposed to do this, it's supposed to go in. And of course Becky is like, <laughs> smiling for the camera while saying, get me out of here. <laughs> this honestly looks like it would be very panic inducing for whoever's in this cabinet. I would not be able to do this. So, Joey says, all right, ladies and gentlemen, while I go for help, why don't we bring out the next act? And Becky says, I am the next act. I'm singing a duet with Danny. <laughs> Joey just goes with it. He says, all right, in that case, the singing the stylings of Danny Tanner and the Rebecca Donaldson Trio. <laughs> Since her torso is still on the outside of that box. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yelly, Joey, Joey, get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, for the hard part, putting her back together. <laughs> You're kidding me. <laughs> Dang, Joey, relax. Okay, Get things. me out of here. <laughs> well, while I go for help, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we bring out the next act? 
I am the next act. Singing a duet with Danny. Well, in that case, the song stylings of Danny Tanner and the Rebecca Donaldson trio. So Danny comes out with a microphone and he's like, Becky? And Becky, of course, who's still in that cabinet, is like, in here. So, yeah, they're singing What I Did for Love. And Danny, I love how he's got his, like, arm propped up on uh, the middle section of that cabinet. <laughs> As Danny starts singing, kiss today, goodbye. And she is not having it. She says, maybe we should do this later. And he's, like, just going with this, like, no, we do what we have to do. He takes her hand, and she is, oh, she is beyond frustrated. He yanks her hand out of his. And he sings, I can't regret. And he puts a microphone to Rebecca's mouth. She says, oh, you're going to regret this. Yeah, but this, <laughs> the way that Danny spins the cabinet around like he's dancing with Becky. Like he's just going for it. And it's just, it. <laughs> I got that image. If you've seen the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous that came out in 1999 with Kirstie Alley, Kirst, Kirsten Dunst, Denise Richards, Alice and Janney, and um, Ellen Bernstein, or whatever. Um, <laughs> Denise Richards and one of the acts for the Miss American, um, uh, Miss Teen Princess, whatever pageant. Um, Denise Richards' character, Rebecca Lehman, is on stage dancing with... Um, Stuff like uh, Jesus on the cross, and it's just, it's weird and creepy, and I don't know why that image got stuck in my head when I saw Danny just wheeling Rebecca, who's stuck in that cabinet, wheeling her around like he's dancing with her. <laughs> Joey comes out with a helmet, hard hat, with, um, it's like what you would use if you were welding, because he brings out like a, yeah, a welder's cap or whatever that is, and a blowtorch. Like, he's trying to get the thing to go, and oh my, and this whole thing is just going down while Danny and Becky are singing. <laughs> so Danny uh, concludes the song, Kiss Today, Goodbye, and he puts a microphone to Be Becky's lips, and she says, Kiss my career, goodbye. And Danny sings, point me toward tomorrow. And Becky says, point me to the exit. Yeah, Joey does manage to get the middle section in. He takes the dividers out, opens the cabinet. And Becky, of course, joins Danny in song. Like, it was all part of the act. Even Joey with his uh, welding helmet up <laughs> lifts his arm up the song. <laughs> Today, goodbye. Maybe we should do this later. <laughs> no, we do what we have to do. Yeah, look on my head. Oh, you're going to regret this. What I did for love. What I did for love. 
Alright, so now we get to see a little montage here as the telethon rolls on. They're at $100,620. Then it flips over to $200,000. Looks like Danny and Jesse are singing a song together. Don't know what it is. A couple cowboys, <laughs> men in cowboy hats and bolo ties. Uh, they donate $10,000. Alright from some national bank somewhere. So yeah, it looks like the girls are probably going home to go to bed and Danny is just sucking down that coffee. Yeah, it looks like also we are halfway there for the goal of one mil. We have got 501,000 and oh yeah, it's like 8.37 at night. You can see these rock, radar, radarettes, cheerleader type girls. None of them have a speaking line. So why does that one girl get a credit exactly? Maybe she, one of them speaks later. You know, I just, I see just how far, we, you know, when I look at the audience, you know, members sitting there for the telethon, and I'm just thinking. 90s fashion, I was in it. That was my childhood. I, I look at the hair and just the glasses even, and I'm just like, wow. I'm trying to think when. Here it is. Let me grab the DVD. Oh, boy. Yeah, this would have aired May 4th, 1990. So we weren't very far. In, well, we were halfway through 1990, but even still, it's like we're still probably rocking fashions and styles from the 80s still. I mean, at this point, I still, I would have been seven and a half at this point when this aired. Danny looks like he is ready for bed. He looks like he is really fighting to stay awake. So Danny says, oh, thank you, cheerleaders. Boy, I miss football season. <laughs> so Danny says, okay, Becky, why don't we check that tote board? And of course, I think Becky went home to go get some sleep. Yeah, he doesn't even know that Becky left. He's, uh, uh, Becky? And Jesse says, oh yeah, Becky, she, Beck went home to get some sleep. So Danny is stuck doing this for 24 hours straight. I didn't know, is that, I didn't think that's how telethons work, that one person literally stays up for 24 hours. Danny is about ready to crash. He's about ready to crash and burn here. He's like, oh yeah, she went home to get some sleep. 
And he slowly, his head slowly starts to fall onto his microphone. Oh, he, his he, microphone in his hand starts to lower and his head starts, his eyes close, his head starts to droop. So Jesse does the only thing he can think of, which is smack a uh, symbol to wake him. That wakes him right up. He snaps right back into it. He's like, hey, I'm back. And we've only got a little while left. Four hours, in fact. To hit that sack. I mean, to hit the million dollar mark. <laughs> day. I don't know what time it is, but uh, they're fully rested. <laughs> Too bad Danny can't be. He's basically running on fumes at this point. <laughs> Danny turns to the audience. Oh, look! It's my wonderful family back to answer the phones. Hi, wonderful family. And Danny says, oh, hi, Michelle. Come here, honey. Why don't we take this chair and uh that way we can sit down in this chair and uh rest a while yeah as soon as he sits in that chair he is he's gonna be out like a light uh, he keeps talking about how this chair is nice soft cozy chair and he puts michelle on his lap and danny asks michelle so sweetheart what did you do last night she says i went to sleep oh danny says oh you went to sleep <laughs> aren't you lucky yeah, and he's like, oh, you were in your bed, and you were comfortable under the cover. He is, yes, he is envisioning himself in bed, comfy, cozy, under the covers, and just not a care in the world. Nothing on the mind but focusing on sleep. And he says, and then you closed your eye, you were comfortable under the covers, then you closed your eyes, as Danny's eyes proceed to close. And then Michelle is like, daddy, daddy. Because he drops his microphone in his lap, and she's still sitting in his lap. Danny's out. He is out cold. Jill is actually, like, tapping on him. It's just, Daddy. And I love how Jesse on the microphone says, Earth to Danny. And you just see <laughs> one of Jesse's bandmates has this just bright smile. Like, oh, my God. I'm so glad I'm here to witness this. Michelle puts a finger to her lips and says, shh, daddy is sleeping. And Jesse says in the microphone, well, your daddy has to put a show on for the people. Michelle says, I'll do it. <laughs> she slides off his lap, takes the microphone, and now it's the Michelle show. Last night. I went to sleep. You went to sleep? Oh, 
Aren't you lucky? <laughs> you were in your bed, you were comfortable under the covers, and then you closed your eyes. Oh, Danny. Daddy. Earth to Danny. <laughs> Daddy is sleepy. Well, your daddy has to put a show on for the people. I'm doing. There we go. Danny is in such a deep sleep, he's already started snoring within seconds of closing his eyes. Yeah, he's just sitting there, kind of slumped overhead, kind of cocked to the side on his shoulder. Michelle starts singing the Itsy Bitsy Spider song. Itsy Wincy Spider, yes. Thank you, Michelle. She's just a baby. She doesn't know what, well, she knows the words, enough of them. I love how she does a little bow afterwards, and Jesse's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes Mr. Shorebridge. He's back from a full night's sleep. And he asked Jesse, why is a three-year-old hosting my telethon? And Jesse just turns to Mr. Shorebridge and says, because her daddy is sleeping. I guess uh, Michelle's got an encore. <laughs> she starts singing the song again. singing a duet of the itty bitsy spider with you know the rippers playing along to it that's just honestly makes me think of the movie the wedding singer with adam sandler and drew barrymore that's honestly one of my favorite combinations of that duo is the wedding singer and it's just it's funny because the only song that uh Adam Sandler's one of his band members that takes over when he needs a break. The only song he knows is Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? And it's just funny because <laughs> when he starts singing, he's like trying to be Boy George, dressed like Boy George. And just the audience the, at this wedding reception is just like, what? And then, of course, it's like, oh. The, we gotta play and uh, we gotta keep going. So again, starts the song again, and just the the, the wedding reception, the people at the wedding reception are just looking at me and she's like, "What? You suck!" <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I definitely want to cover that movie on the podcast. I'm not looking back on my Wendy Years podcast at some point. <laughs> Jesse says after the song, "Ain't nothing to it. A baby can do it." <laughs> Even a baby can host a 24-hour telethon when her daddy needs to take a nap. So Jesse's like, all right, Joey, what's up next? And Joey says, well, not Danny. He is still out. Jesse's just winging it as this place. Like, oh, well, seems like we have a little gap here in entertainment here at the We Love Our Children Telethon 90. And Jesse said, well, not that we're in trouble or anything, but there are a lot of great acts in town. Bolshoi Ballet, The Beach Boys, Chimps on Ice. 
And Jesse says, if any of you are out there watching, I'm not going to beg. Please, please come down and help us out. I want to see the chimps on ice. So Jesse turns to Michelle, who he's holding in his arms. He says, all right, now what do you want to sing? Do you want to sing the alphabet? Jesse's like, come on, do that alphabet thing you do so well. He hands over the mic. Here's your mic, babe. And he runs with Jesse, runs off stage. And she's singing the Itsy Bitsy, the um, ABCC b -b 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 -bus, alphabet song. Yeah, she does that with the the N N N O P when she's done the ABCs before, but she's still pretty good. And, uh, yeah, off stage, Mr. Shorebridge is confronting you know Jesse and Joey. Just now, she's singing the alphabet, and Jesse says, "You know, yeah. I mean, aside from the N N N O P part, she's pretty good." Yes, you can definitely see here the Olsen twin. She is clearly following direction from whoever is off stage giving her direction her because her eyes are looking directly off stage like or who i mean who's off ever off to the side and she does the bow and it's so adorable audience loves it they love it so mr shorebridge pretty much gives jesse and joey the job to host the telethon your first job wipe his chin this is their talk he's talking about danny who's probably drooling out the side of his mouth because his head is cocked to the side oh He's going to have such a stiff neck when he wakes up. Ouch. And yeah, Mr. Strawbridge just walks off the set. And Joey asks, well, what do we do now? And Jesse says, well, I don't know, but I ain't wiping his chin. <laughs> You're his best friend. You do it. town this week, uh, the Bolshoi Ballet, the Beach Boys, uh, Chimps on Ice. Uh, if any are out there watching, I'm not going to beg, but please, please come down and help us out. All right, now what? What do you want to do? You want to sing the alphabet? Come on, man, do that alphabet thing. You do so well. Here's your mic, babe. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, N, 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 O, P. Now she's singing the alphabet? Aside from that uh, MNNOP part, she's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Now I know my ABC. Next time, won't you sing with me? Congratulations. You guys are now the hosts. Your first job, wipe his chin. Yeah. Well, what do we do now? So Stephanie offers a suggestion. Hey, I'll do my dance to Love Shack. Great. I'll go get the tape. And she runs off. And I'm just thinking, it's funny because we know this dance will later be recreated by Stephanie's future husband, soon-to-be husband, Jimmy Gibbler in Fuller House Season 5. So, yeah, Jesse and Joey kind of suggest to DJ, like, hey, why don't you sing that song you do to Michelle? And DJ immediately is not about it. She's like, well, and Jesse says, 
thank you. <laughs> like, you're doing it. You don't have a choice. So now Michelle is on stage with a microphone doing animal sounds. The doggy goes, woof, woof. The kitty goes, meow. The cow goes, moo. And Jessie comes and takes the microphone away from her and says, oh, and there you have it. The fabulous barnyard stylings of Michelle Tanner. Jessie says, thank you very much. And Michelle <laughs> says to the microphone, you're welcome very much. The audience loves it. They love it. <laughs> performer <laughs> love shack stephanie tanner here we go granted yes this is mainly visual but i like the song and it's cool i just i love it and the audience loves it too just the way they're like clapping along with her and like woo, go Steph! no that's me saying go Steph. <laughs> of what would later become like the Macarena a little like with some of the moves. <laughs> oh, even the phone ladies are rocking out. about candies and Michelle's in a grocery cart <laughs> and it's just it's adorable and I get like DJ was a little hesitant like oh, I don't know if you're gonna be watching me it's televised it's like come on you know how many people would want to be in your shoes and be and get that exposure come on Oh, I'm the checks and I 
my brush my teeth right after. uncomfortable and embarrassing just wants to get off the stage. <laughs> Danny is still asleep! My gosh! So yeah, Joey's gonna sing Janie Got, is it Janie Got a Gun by, um, it's Aerosmith, right? I think? Yeah, I just, I, I remember at one point just this scene came up in my head and I just started laughing. Just <laughs> It's his face. He's, it's like he's trying to be Steven Tyler. <laughs> but I want to play this. Because <laughs> even Jesse's just got this look like, why am I letting him sing with our band? Okay, cut it, cut it, we're done. Beg you please do something before you start doing Tina Turner. Oh, I'd pay to see that. Woman on the phone who's willing to pledge two hundred dollars if Kimmy Gibbler will ride her unicycle. That's probably because it's her granny. Unfortunately, Kimmy Gibbler's not here. Yes again. Actually, she is. Oh, Danny finally wakes up because <laughs> Kimmy's like unicycling around him. Joey's singing Janie Got a Gun. I'm thinking, this is the We Love Our Children telethon. Do we need to be singing that song? So, yeah, luckily Jesse jumps like, snapping his finger and says, cut, cut, stop, stop. Becky, please give us something else because we don't need him singing Tina Turner. So, yes, luckily there is a pledge on the phone who is a woman on the phone who's willing to donate to the pledge if Kimmy rides her unicycle. And of course it's Kimmy's grandmother. Well, of course it is. She, she probably told the grandma, like, hey, grandma, look, I want to ride my unicycle on air. I want to get, I want, <laughs> I want to be a star. I want my five, 15 seconds of fame. So please pledge so I can do that. So yeah, and Jesse's like, oh, well, you know, we would, but, you know, Kimmy Gibbler's not here. And Kimmy's like, oh, yeah, here I am. I got my unicycle. And she's on it, and she's, like, unicycling around Danny's sleeping form in that chair. And that's when he wakes up. And he's, he's like, looking at her going around on the unicycle in his chair. He's like, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. And then finally she just wheels off stage. He's like, oh. I closed my eyes for two seconds. It's the Kimmy Gibbler telethon. <laughs> well, Danny, everyone kind of had to pull together and uh, put some acts in there while you were uh, 
sleeping, taking a, a, a much-needed nap. Oh, okay, so Kimmy was unicycling to, to the, what, the saber dance? She says, saber dance in G, hit it, boys. And then they start playing. Um, It was her mom who donated, like, $200, I think. Not her grandmother. I don't know why I thought it was her grandmother. But, yeah, this does wake Danny up, and he's looking around. Like, Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy! And she wheels off stage. Danny's like... I close my eyes for two seconds and it becomes the Kimmy Gibber, Gibbler telethon. And Joey tells him, like, Danny, you've been out for four hours. And Danny immediately starts panicking. Like, I want to applaud, applaud Andrea because she did an amazing job on that unicycle. My goodness, girl, you rock. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I love how Joey is, like, looking at Danny like, uh, no. Danny, you've been out for four hours. Danny looks at his watch. He's, four hours? Why didn't somebody wake me? Oh, my gosh, I'm ruined. Oh, my gosh. I ruined the telethon. My life is over. And Becky comes in like, Danny, we're, we're still on the air. <laughs> like, everybody is watching you have a meltdown right now. He gives Danny the microphone, and he immediately snaps, snaps back into telethon host. That concludes the dramatic portion of our show. <laughs> Jesse comes over and says, Danny, don't worry about it. We took over as hosts for you. Joy, myself, Becky, the girls did a little dancing. <laughs> I love how Jesse says, it went extremely okay. <laughs> Danny puts a, a hand on Jesse's shoulder like, oh, thanks, man. You guys, you guys are the best. Thank you. We're going to take a look at the new total. Right now it's $885,220. $960,000. We are getting there. What What do we need? Like $40,000 more? Come on, peeps. Get in there and make some donations. Help those children that are all now probably well into their 30s. There's a kid that's wearing a whitish-gray hoodie. This says Venice Beach on it. So Danny says, oh, we're doing great, but we gotta hit that million dollar mark by the end of the show. Danny says, the kids are counting on you. And of course, Becky reminds the viewers and the audience, when we go off the air, don't forget about other charities that need help as well. They don't list the other charities, but there are plenty of charities that definitely could use the support. Mr. Strawbridge is so excited. He comes out from behind the sparkly curtain and says, guess who's here? Guess who's here? Yeah, he goes, he's like, guess who's here? He goes over to Becky and Danny and says, one of the Beach Boys, Mike Love, and he's right over there. And then he looks and there's no one there. He's like, oh my gosh, I lost a whole Beach Boy. Of course, here comes Mike Love. He says, excuse me, I'm over here. There he is. And of course, Jesse calls him Dr. Love. He's like, Dr. Love, how you doing? That's right, because John Stamos, wasn't he? He played a drummer for a little bit on occasion with the Beach Boys. So yeah, Jesse asks him, like, what are, you, what are you doing down here? And of course, Mike Love says, well, I mean, I heard you begging for help. And, you know, I think it's a great cause, and I think we can work something out. And he says, you know, you'd really put us over the top if you'd sing. So... Dr. Love, Mike Love, he says, well, I'd love to sing Be True to Your School if you get some of those uh, cheerleaders out here. <laughs> oh, and of course, she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Danny gives Mike Love the microphone, 
And Mike Love and Jesse kind of have a little powwow, like, okay, Mike Love's going to be the singer, Jesse's going to be the drummer. So, all right. Oh, my God. Four hours? Why didn't somebody wake me? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm ruined. I ruined the telethon. My life is over. Danny, we're still on the air. <laughs> that concludes the dramatic portion of our show. <laughs> Danny, don't worry about it. We took over as host for you. Joy, myself, Becky, the girls did a little dancing. It went extremely okay. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, man, you guys are the best. <laughs> Go get them. All right, well, let's take a look at our new total. All right. Did we do it? Did we get a million? Oh, we're almost there! $40,000 to go! We hit a mill! Well, we're doing great, but we've got to hit that million dollar mark by the end of the show. The kids are counting on you. When we go off the air, don't forget about all those other important charities that need your help. Not just this Guess one. Guess who's here? Oh, oh. Ah, guess who's here? One of the Beach Boys, Mike Love, and he's right over there! Oh, I see it's a curtain. I lost the whole Beach Boy! Excuse me, over here. Oh! oh! Begging for help. Begging for help. Great cause. One to one, I think we can work it out. You'd really put us over the top if you'd sing a song. Well, I'd love to sing. Be true to your school. If we could get those cheerleaders out here. Oh, of course, yes. Thanks. Here you go. I'm going to sing the song. I'm singer, you're drummer. Right. I'm going to start the song. A little, I'm going to pause. A little drum roll. Got it. Tiny. Little solo. So, of course, Jesse goes into what he thinks Mike Love wanted a solo, and Mike Love ends up throwing, like, a, a, a rag or something at Jesse, and Jesse stops playing, he's like, you, you asked me to play a solo, and Mike Love says well, <laughs> to the audience, like, well, ever since Ringo started touring, we've had problems with drummers. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah, he has Jesse just play the guitar and move someone over else over to drums. All right, we got the six cheerleader ladies. Ladies, I still don't see whoever that one lady is in the IMDb, you know, credited Raiderette cheerleader, who she is, because never gets a line. But yeah, the six cheerleaders out here, they're all, they got their pom-poms, shaking their pom-poms, doing their cheerleader moves. All right, so Danny says, all right, we're almost at the end of the show. Let's check the total. All right, we got it. We got it, guys. One million four thousand eight hundred. I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, see, I had to do this. I don't know if you had to do this in elementary school. For me, it was second grade when you had like um that was kind of lining. It was like border wallpaper almost, but it was like. Letters, you got your 100, your 500, your 1,000, your 5,000, 10,000, and then it started going up and up and up. And I just remember being like, that That confused me. So, yeah, they did it. They did it. Yes. They made it to a million. Yeah. Oh, he said solo. It was like, um, no, he said a little drum roll.
No. He said drum roll. That's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Tanner teachable for this moment, clearly. When someone's in trouble, you help them out. And Danny just, oh, I felt bad that he, I, is that the way of telethons? Do you stay, I don't think you got to stay up 24 hours. But, um, yeah, the family really pulled together. And, you know, that's part of being a family. Y'all, you know, help out when you're struggling. Best outfit, like I said before, Kimmy Gibbler with that, like, night sky space shirt with the, uh, the black stars there on the front. I just, I really, really liked that. Um, as far as for worst outfits, I'm gonna go on record. I'm not really a fan of the sweater that Stephanie wears during her love shack um, routine with the uh, attached like little dolls, handmade dolls. I'm just, not, I'm not big on that. Like, eh, not, not really. So, all right. Now, of course, next month as in, hold on. I had to sneeze, and I did not want it to show up on the audio. So, yes, April 1st, I am kicking off for the third, the podcast's third, three-year anniversary, the serious episode. So, the 1st of April, I am doing season three, episode 21, just so you don't, why can I not talk? It's like 1230 in the afternoon. There's no reason for that. Just Say No Way. This aired March 30th, 1990. It's a big blow for DJ when she catches her boyfriend Kevin experimenting with booze at a dance. And an even bigger blow when Jesse wrathfully ex accuses her of, of, of the same. Alright, so this one is another summary. DJ is at a school party. She catches some boys drinking beer. When Jesse arrives, DJ has her back to him and a beer can in her hand. Not knowing what had happened, he jumps to the wrong conclusion. Yeah, pretty much that sums it up exactly. Yes, and we get to be baby belugged to death because Michelle is obsessed with that Raffi song. Of course, after that... Wednesday, April 6th, I will be covering Season 5, Episode 7 of Fuller House, DJ's Amazing 40th Birthday Race. This aired December 6th, 2019. In this episode, 
After Steve tells DJ that he has signed her up for a DJ's Amazing Race birthday edition, Steph and Kimmy think he's about to propose to her. Jackson and Max try to teach five-year-old Tommy how to be a guy with dire consequences. So yeah, if you want to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to support the podcast, go and leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. All five-star reviews help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans, new and old, like yourselves. So, all right. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I'll see you in April.